Wow, here we are again, and thank you for being a very prayerful and very dedicated to the work of the kingdom. Thank you for your prayers for Brenda and myself, and for the church family, and thank you for their standing in the gap. You know, God said he looked for a man that would stand in the gap, that would make up the hedge, uh, that the enemy would not be able to prevail against it. So God is looking and he's looking for you and thank you for doing this time when we're dealing with this virtual church right now that for your prayers and your commitment to stand in the gap. So I want you to look with me this morning and I've been teaching uh, on the overcoming life, the overcoming life. And we just finished last week on the overcoming life dealing with tragedy and things that go along with that. And so we taught a whole area. If you were not able to get that, you need to get that because it's going to help you uh, and it's going to help a lot of other people how to deal with tragedy. How do I handle it? The different points. I gave some different points out on it. It will be a blessing to you. But now as we talk about living and overcome a life, I want to give another key. And I think it's the seven keys to dealing with the overcoming life, and I want to deal with this new one, another point, and that is on planning, on planning. Uh, I know that that doesn't sound real spiritual or real powerful, but this is a powerful teaching that's going to change your life today as we, we'll get further as we can on it today, and then we'll pick up on it for the next time, planning. Uh, just to be able to get your deliverance right now, say the word planning, planning. That's a it's a it's a powerful word in the kingdom of God. So let me let me uh, show you in the book of Hebrews six and twelve, Hebrews six and twelve, and it says uh, that ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherited the promises. That ye be not slothful. That word, uh, that word slothful has, carries a lot of weight to it, or that you don't be lazy, uh, slow. It means the word being slow, uh, a loss of speed, uh, a loss of momentum, uh, a loss of passion. That word slothful carries a lot to it, a slow, slothful, being lazy, uh, slow of, of speed, slow of of uh, of uh, passion, a loss of passion, a loss of speed, and a loss of momentum. So when he said, don't be slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. So I'm talking about this word that probably don't hear talked about a lot, and that is about uh, planning, planning. Planning, if we're talking about living the overcoming life, we're talking about really experiencing the greater blessing God has for you, believe me, this is going to bless you and help you in a lot of ways. So when we talk about planning, which my uh, prayer, uh, this this to me, write this down in your notes. Prayer does not replace planning. Prayer does not replace planning. Some people think if I could just pray more, I can pray more, but prayer does not replace planning. Prayer is prayer and planning is planning. <laughs> so why do people avoid planning is the question. Why do they avoid planning? Most people are just sort of loosey-goosey, you know, go here, they sort of go around flipping and flopping. 
like a fish out of water, and they wonder why God's blessing is not overtaking their life. God is answering your prayer today. He's giving you a revelation, a word that's going to help change your life forever and help you to change other people's life. Planning. Say it again. Planning. Some avoid it because it's time-consuming. Some avoid it because it's time-consuming. Planning takes some time. I don't have anything to say any other way, but planning takes some time. See, most people never get anywhere in life and live to overcome life because they never plan nothing. They don't plan their day. It's sort of a hit and miss. It's sort of what happened, whatever will be, will be. Uh, no, no, it's not whatever it will be. you got to learn how to plan your life, plan your day. i got so much good stuff on this. It's going to really be a blessing to you. So, so why are we so busy? Watch this here. Put this on the screen for me. Why are we so busy mopping up the water? So many people are so busy mopping up the water that they do not even take time to turn the faucet off. Because <laughs> they never plan it. They're just always busy out doing something, hoping some things happen. Very few people, Christian people, take out the time to take a pencil and paper and map out their day, things that they're going to do. I plan my day. I'm a planner, been one for a long time. And God has blessed me over and above because I know how to plan. I don't happen, hit, miss my day. I have things that I got to accomplish every day. So I'm going to say that one more time, put it back on the screen. So many people are so busy mopping up the water that they don't take the time to turn off the faucet. Wasting time because they don't plan. So let me give you some points on planning. And like I said, this is not going to be a very, you know, like, ooh, we jumping up and down, but it's going to be life changing. <laughs> it's going to help you. And it's going to, and I, I'm saying, I'm teaching on this because I really believe that 2021 is going to be a huge year for all of us after coming out of 2020. But it's going to take now, you got to start changing and start working on your life by making some, start planning. And planning is not an accident. It's something I do on purpose. Okay? So let me give you number one. You ready? <laughs> number one, planning is a written picture of your journey to your goal. Planning is a written picture of your journey to your goal. Now, I'm not going to even try to go off, way off on the area because it's that word goal. <laughs> Somebody take him out of here. I only got three people and one of them is going off again. Why? Listen to me. The word, put it back up on the screen for me, please. Planning is a written picture of your journey to your goal. Now, I'm going to probably do some more teaching on that one word, goal. Goal setting. I'm going to go off just a minute, then, since that's my turn. But goal setting. Nothing happens by accident, baby. You need to set goals. 
There are those who set goals and there's those who don't. There's those who want more and there's those who don't get nothing because they never set a goal. They never push themselves. Goals help you to reach further. Help goals help you to keep reaching and being able to accomplish more than those who don't set goals. People always tell me, Pastor, you just, you always believing so big and you're always expecting so much. I, I'm setting goals and I want, I want to accomplish more in the next year than I did in this past year or the past years behind. But I got to set a goal. So I say, well, what happened if you don't meet your goal? And I say, well, you know, it's sort of like I, my goal is to get to the sun, but I hit the moon. That I got further than I would have had if I wouldn't have said anything. All right, all right. So write this down. A, a part of number one. And that is, this is the secret of champions. What is the secret of champions? It's those who plan, make plans for their life. My day is not a hit and miss. It's not a happenstance. It's not an accident. It's because I plan my day. Number two, planning helps eliminate wrong people from your schedule to eliminate wrong people out of your schedule. You know what? I don't, don't take this in a, in a negative way, okay? but there's this, everybody that comes in your life every day is not always somebody that needs to be in your life that day. Ooh, this is getting a little deep here, huh? And if you don't plan your day, you will allow people to come in and steal your time and, and steal you from achieving your goals and to accomplishing what God wants you to do. So you have to plan your day. So planning is the secret of champions. I declare that you are a champion. Come on, receive that. I declare that you are a champion. I declare that the hand of God is on your life. And I declare that 2021 is going to be a big year for your life as you make a commitment to start planning. Not happenstance, not by accident. You're going to quit mopping up the water. You're going to turn the faucet off. So look with me in Exodus 36 and verse 1 and 2. And so I put down that Planning helps eliminate wrong people from your schedule. Because I tell you what, people come into my life all the time, and I'm a, I, I want to be a blessing to everybody, but I can't help everybody if I got to accomplish. I got to get my goals accomplished. I got to be able to fulfill. So people will step in and rob you of your focus on that area. So I, I've had, let me just, I'm going off one more second here. Uh, I've had people come in and say, well, Pastor, I need to see you as an emergency, and if there's any way possible, I will do it. But I don't let them sit down. I won't let them sit down in my office. Okay, you need to see me. What is it? We standing up because I want I want them to get comfortable and take up too much of my time because my day is planned to get some things done, and if I let them sit down, then they're gonna gonna take up more time. Does that make any sense to you? So you got to plan. If, if, if your life is going to get better, it's not going to get better, and you want more, then I'm going to tell you the missing ingredients to you getting to the place where God wants you to is because you're not planning. And 98% of most Christians don't plan their day. 98%. Only 2% plan their day. 
98% of most Christians never plan their day. It's a hit and miss. Well, my, my plan is to go to work. <laughs> but you want, if you want more than what you got on that job, then you got to start planning some things. Being intentional. All right. Exodus 36. Look what it says here. In verse 1, it says, and, and it says, and then wrought Bezebub, and it says, and Eliad, and then it says, and every wise-hearted man in whom the Lord had put wisdom and understanding to know how to what? Work all manner of work for the service of the sanctuary. What did God do? He brought them in according to all that the Lord had commanded. They, they put a plan together to bring in. Go back up to verse 1. They put all of the, a plan together to bring all the wise-hearted men in whom the Lord had put wisdom and understanding. It was their plan to know how to work all manner of work for the service. It wasn't going. The sanctuary was not going to be built by happenstance and hoping and wishing. They had to make a plan. All right. So a part of that, and that is, write this down. The quality time should be invested in, quality, in qualifying those who deserve an appointment with you. <laughs> quality time should be invested in qualifying those who deserve an appointment with you. Because I, I don't like to say mean or nothing like that. But I, I got a lot on my shoulder, and so do you. And there's so much more that God wants to do in your life. Come on, talk to me. There's more that God wants to do in your life. You are not where God wants you to be. You don't have what God wants you to have. You're not going as fast as God wants you to go. And then what's going to happen is when you start planning, you start making plans, you're going to make sure that you understand. You got to qualify everybody. Everybody is not qualified to come in here. So people come and say, Pastor, I need to see you. No, you don't need to see me. After I talk to them, you need to see my wife. Oh, no, you don't need to see me. You need to see my son. Then I got two sons. Either I have to direct them one to Nehemiah or to Philip. Or you might need to see the administrator or whatever the case is. You don't, but you don't need to see me. I qualify them. Y'all ain't listening to me. I got to qualify them if they're going to be able to see me or not. Everybody that comes in <coughs> to your life or not coming in that need to be taking up your time. Ooh, man, I hope I don't. Don't y'all turn this thing off. Don't turn off. Don't turn me off now. Come on, I'm trying to help you. Okay? So a B to that point is, and that is, is that B and, uh, and, uh, <laughs> ooh, so B is success, successful or successful or usually scheduled events. Your success does not come by accident. Success comes behind scheduled events. I got to be here for this time. I got to do this at that time. I got to go here. But I schedule. It is a scheduled event. If I want success in my life, it doesn't happen. You know, thank God. Okay, listen to me. I know some people, not me, and I, I, I pray it ain't you, but some people, they gamble. They gamble. They're hoping, they're wishing that they can get the lottery done or something could happen along that line. They're gambling. 
And that's what a lot of people are still doing today. They're sort of gambling that maybe today I might get a break, today hoping and wishing and, you know, praying that something happened. And like I said earlier, that, listen to me, prayer does not uh, alleviate planning. You got to understand that it's, you got to pray, but then you need to plan also. And so if I'm going to get to the success I want in my life, I got to have scheduled events that I'm working on all the time that I accomplish and that I got to do. All right? All right. Number three. Y'all still with me or are you mad at me right now? But I'm trying to help you to make the next year be the biggest year of your life and that you're going to help so many other people whose lives are going to be changed because of your commitment. Number three. Planning focuses your attention on where it is needed the most. When I start planning, come on, talk to me. When I start planning, I know what I need to do. I have to have a plan. And if I don't stick with my plan, I get distracted. You know, uh, there's so many things that happen when you, when you don't plan. You know, I have dogs. I love dogs. I got uh, some German shepherds and my wife got a little cocker spaniel, different thing. So we have planned at every certain period of time to take the dogs out. We, that out where they can use the bathroom. Because watch this here. If I don't take the dogs out at the planned time, then they're going to make a mess. Now I've got more time that i got to spend doing something that I wasn't supposed to and being mad because I got to clean up the mess when the mess wouldn't have came if I would have stayed with my schedule time. And some people's lives, they're just always cleaning up. <laughs> they're always cleaning up mess because they don't have no time schedule and they don't stick with it, or even if you make the schedule or plan, you got to stick with the plan. And that's why you got to eliminate those who are not supposed to be in that and, and make sure you qualify the right ones so they don't make you. Then now, now you got to, anyway. <laughs> Ooh, I probably shouldn't have dealt with this one. Okay. Listen to me, you need to tell somebody else about this. You need to share this. Go share this right now. Tell somebody that hit the hit the like, but look what it says here. So go with me to 2 Chronicles 2 and verse 3. 2 Chronicles, second chapter and verse 3. Now you know this, you know this. Look at this here. Second Chronicles. And it says, And Solomon sent Huron, and it says the king of Tyre, and saying, As thou dealt with David, my father, he said, did it send him uh, a cedar and to build the house? Or, and then he said, and do well therein. Even so, what? Deal with me. Then he said, behold, I, I build a house that the name of the Lord my God and to dedicate it to him and to, burn, and to burn before him the sweet incense and for the continuing showbread and for the burnt offerings in the morning and in the evening and on the Sabbath day. Come on, look what it says here. This is all planned out. Come on, keep rolling it for me. <laughs> and on the Sabbath day, and look what it says, and on the new moon and on the 
solemn feast of the Lord our God. This is what? An ordinance and, and he even to Israel. Let me just stop right there. Let me stop. All I'm trying to show you here, if you just read this here, he had to plan all of this. He had to plan to build the house. He had to plan to do the feast. Everything happened. There was no, come on, look at me right now. There was no accident. You, you, if you're going to get victory, if you're going to have a successful family, if you're going to have a successful business, if you're going to have a successful life, it's because you start working on planning your life. And you set the goals and you give God the opportunity to start doing something for you that he wouldn't normally be able to do until you set the uh, goals by your planning. Now I know what I got to do. You know, everybody, everybody said, well, they know they need to work out. <laughs> I know I need to exercise. Huh? But they never get around to it because it ain't really planned in their day. I'm just going to do it. I know I need to work out and maybe I'll go and do a little bit or something like that. But if you really want to lose that weight, if you really want to get the muscles back, you know, the ones that left. <laughs> if you want to get them back, you got to start doing something. You got to plan it. Got to plan. How many reps am I going to do? Come on, y'all. I got to plan. Come on. Gotta, I got to plan I mean, what I'm going to do. Come on, y'all. Huh? It's not going to happen by accident. Wishful thinking. Ooh, ooh. You know, I don't know if any of y'all ever heard of Mary Kay Ash. I, I started to get a picture and just started to show it. But Mary Kay Products, is a, that's how you know Mary Kay. Mary Kay Products, I think at the time when I did this, when I did this, she is worth over $300 million. And now she's worth over 700 and something million dollars because Mary Kay started planning and she did say something that really got me when I got this here. This is what really intrigued me to start being a planner is when I read about Mary Kay as if you can get a book on her, I would encourage you to read the book on her. But look what it says. It says Mary Kay. It says every morning she invested time in creating a plan. They said that she would never go to bed at night without writing down at least six things that she needed to do the next day. Never would go to bed. She planned her day every day the day before. She planned her day to be able to do something in a greater way. How many of us allow ourselves to miss out on the plan and the work that God has for us because we never plan. We just jump in the bed. Jump in the bed, go to sleep, watch television, watch the news, but never take out the time. What am I going to do the next day? What am I going to do to make me be more fruitful the next day? What am I going to do to help me to accomplish the greater things the next day? Or instead of just waking up the next day and then trying to just do a few little things, but never really having no plan for it. And you wonder why success is eluding you. You wonder why you're never getting the breakthroughs you happen or the greater things that happen for you. <clears throat> Excuse me. You've got to start planning. Hallelujah to God. 
I feel your love coming through the screen right now. Come on, bring it on. Bring it on. Bring that screen on. Bring that love on. So, so she, she was playing every day before she go to bed, write down 16. What was the last time you went to bed and wrote down and planned your day the, day, the next day before? See, I, I got a calendar. I have a calendar for my whole year. Then I got to make a calendar. I plan my calendar out for a whole year, the year before. I start writing. I've had people get mad at me and ask me to come and speak or, or you know, to come and do something. And I say, well, I can't do it at that time because I've already got this plan. Unless I can adjust my plan, I can't do it. And, and one guy got mad at me and didn't want to break off his relationship with me because he said, you're just too busy. You're just too busy. No, I'm, I'm too focused. I know what I got to do. And the reason what separates me from you is because I know what I got to do and I stay focused on what I got to do. Now, if I can work you in off of, off of that, then I'll do that. <clears throat> but I'm not going to allow myself to lose out on what God is trying to do in and through my life. Excuse me. Knock, knock. Who is there? Planning. Planning is knocking at your door for your success, for your victory, for the greater things that God wants to do in your life. Don't, don't think life is over with because you got to a certain place. Oh, let me stop. Okay. So she would write down six things she wanted to accomplish each day. So what, is, what does this do? It, it focuses your total attention on each task you got to do. It focuses your total attention on, the, on each task you got to do. <coughs> God help us that we'll be more focused in 2021 on the task that we need to do every day. Not letting a day go by that we have not, don't have some tasks that we need to do. See, one of my things is I like to witness and I believe that's the heart of God. So I ask God to use me to witness, at least minister two or three people a day, a day. So I, let me give it a little testimony. So I was out working on my property, and um, the heater had went out. And so we had to call for service uh, people to come over and work on the heater. Well, when the, the person came and he was talking to one of my people that was out there on the property, he said, oh, man, I, I know, I know. The, the guy here that owns this property, he's a preacher, isn't he? Is he a minister? Yeah, he's a, my dad said, yeah. My daughter said, yeah, he's, he's a, uh, he's a pastor. He said, you know what? I've been wanting to meet him over 20 years. I've been wanting to meet him. And he said, I know, I, I'm so happy to be here. You think he'll let me meet him? You think he'll let me meet him? And so I said, well, Lord, thank you for two things. I'm working my plan now, okay? But I do have a little extra time. So I went and still did what I needed to do and came back and then told them they can come out and meet me now. And then when they there was a father and son, then when I was able to meet with them, you know, they were just rejoicing and so glad to meet. Then I, was, I laid hands on both of them and prayed with them and ministered to them because I knew it was God brought them to me. He brought them to me 
because it was always a part of my plan to minister to people. But so God knew that my plan was pretty tight that day, so he had to bring them to me. Well, I wish I had some love in this place. Focus. Focus your attention. What do these six things do when you write out six things, seven things, eight things, whatever you got to do the next day? Every day. Somebody shout out every day. Every day. You know, when I was a kid coming up, you know, that was a slang word. Now today, now the slang word is dope or something like that. Dope. I don't know what the word dope mean. What does it mean? Don't, I don't know. You know, dope mean dope to me, but, but, uh, and um, the Spirit of God, uh, we used to say every day, every day, every day. Would somebody say something to you? Every day. Well, now, you know, now here, every day. Every day, you need to take the time to start planning every day. Nothing happens by accident. It happens because you start planning. Planning is the key to successful people's life. Planning is going to take you further than you could ever imagine. It's going to cause your life to be transformed. Watch this here. And when you become a planner, and remember, I go back to my original point. Prayer does not uh, substitute or take away from planning. Prayer is prayer and planning is planning. You still, every day you need to pray and every day you need to plan. And then when you start planning, everything starts changing in your life. 98% people in the body of Christ do not plan their day. Only 2% plan their day. And it's the planners that get the victory. It's the planners that get the, the demanding blessings of God overcoming in their life. Are y'all with me? Listen to me. Ooh. Okay, I only got a couple more minutes. I got to wrap this up, and then we'll pick it up next week. I thought I was going to get further than this. Okay, so here's a point. Here's a point. Assign each task to a specific time. Assign each task to a specific time. If you cannot plan an event for 24 hours in your life, what makes you think that you will accomplish the desire for next 24 years. <laughs> if you can't even plan 24 hours, what makes you think you're going to be able to have the next 24 desires for the next 24 years accomplished? Nothing happens by accident. It happens by deliberate planning, goal setting. So when we want God's greater blessings to take place in our life. So delegate specific assignments of each hour. Delegate something. Don't, don't be ashamed to ask somebody and delegate. So I delegate. I find people to help me to do what I need to do. See, the problem with a lot of people who want to be successful, who want to accomplish the greater thing, don't delegate. They'd want to be the one that's doing it all. <clears throat> but I know from the biggest plans that I have, I need help. So I, I delegate, delegate an assignment for each hour. I have somebody helping me to do this, helping me to do that. Come on, put it on the screen. Put it on the screen. So what do you want to accomplish between 7 and 8 a.m.? 
who should be the one on the telephone that day? <coughs> do you understand what I'm saying? You got to schedule. Who's going to work? Who's going to do what between uh, uh, 8 and 9 o'clock? 10 and 11 o'clock. Oh, Y'all got mad at me now. I can't even. Huh? Everything changes when you start making the commitment to planning. All right. I got to stop there. Uh, I'm out of time, but I'm going to pick up on this next week. I pick up on number four next week. I'm going to be able to. I'm, I want you to share this with other people. Share this. Come on. People need to hear what you just heard. And they're going to thank you. For, it's going to change their life. So, Father, we just agree. Come on, let's just pray right now. Father, we agree for everyone that has heard this, <coughs> for those that will listen to this, that their lives will be utterly changed, that you will call their lives in 2021 to move forth in a greater and bigger way. You will, your glory will be seen upon them. Your anointing will be manifested upon them because they're not just praying their way through next year, but they're planning their way through next year. And thank you, Lord God, for blessing their plans to accomplish their goals, that your name will be glorified. Thank you for it now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah to God. Now, if you have not accepted Christ in your life, you need, need to do that. Ask Jesus to come into your heart. Ask him to come in and to be the Lord of your life. Say this with me right now. Say, Lord Jesus, I open the door to my heart and invite you as my Lord and Savior. Take the throne of my life and use me as your instrument. In Jesus' name. If you said that Christ is coming to your heart. And listen to me. We want to be a blessing to you. Angels are rejoicing over your commitment now. We're rejoicing at the bottom of your screen. It's called Text New Life at 55444. Text New Life at 55444. We want to be a blessing. We want to help you to accomplish more for the kingdom of God. And we want to be a prayer partner with you. All right? Congratulations. Amen, amen. Then also, also, we would like you to share this with other people. As I already said, share it. Subscribe. Hit the like button. Being able to, and subscribe. Be connected with us. Be a partner with us. We want God's blessings upon you. And I'm believing that every time God blesses me, he blesses those who are connected with me. I believe it flows down. Amen. Then also, if you have not had a chance to give, won't you, won't you do that now? Listen to me, it is more blessed to give than to receive. You know why? The blessing is never on the, the receiver. The blessing is on the giver. Why? Because God blesses the one who gives because that gives God the opportunity to, to cause harvest or increase to come into your life. See, God wants increase. Thank God, I, I, don't, I like receiving. But listen to me, I got to understand that I have to want, like, and desire to be a giver even more than just a receiver. Because I will never lack. I tell my kids all the time, I said, you'll never lack as long as you keep the spirit of giving. My, my children all tied, they're very generous givers. 
and God will bless them and said, just keep your living, do it right, and God will honor that. I'm giving you a chance to give your tithes, your offerings, and your gifts of love, and don't forget about, uh, about daring faith and giving into that. So, Father, I stand in agreement. It is more blessed to give than to receive. So I stand in agreement with every giver that the, the blessing is on their life for multiple, multiplication, for abundant increase, overflow on their behalf. Come on, in Jesus' name, receive that as you give, as you bring your tithes, your offering, your gifts of love. We stand in agreement for God's manifold return back to you over and above. Hallelujah to God in Jesus' name. At the bottom of the screen, you can text 916-970-7900. Uh, is our text to give number. 916-970-7900 is our text to give. Any amount that you text. We thank you for your generosity. We thank you, God, for his miracle return back unto you in Jesus' name. We love you and looking forward to seeing you next time. Remember this. Remember this, that the word works when you work the word in Jesus' name.